Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Why Choose One. Today, in celebration of some statistics that Spotify, the wrapped super fun thing for the year, um, had informed me that my most listened episode was cuckolding fucking perverts. And what better way to celebrate than interviewing a human who takes cuckolding to the next fucking level? <laughs> I'm so excited to introduce you to Slave, a very special guest and a dear friend of mine to tell you about some delicious viewpoints from an expert. Due to the requirement of not anonymity, I can never say it. <laughs> Anonymity, anonymity, and whatever I'm over it. <laughs> With our special guest, he will be referred as slave, and that is all the information that I will be sharing regarding him. So we're gonna jump right in. Hi, slave. Oh, hello, goddess. Um, so, let, so let's clarify something. One, I am definitely no expert at this. <laughs> so. Okay, that's fair, but I feel as though you have some pretty hefty experience. <laughs> Uh, experience yes hefty well we'll see <laughs> <laughs> well regardless i think that your information is very valuable well thank you goddess mm, you're welcome slave why don't you tell us a little bit about what cuckolding is for you okay so Cuckolding for me is is probably a little bit different than what a lot of the porn sites and the fetish sites uh, portray it as. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of the the the, the fetishized view of cuckolding is um, is you you know you have two people in the room and you have the the bottom and the bottom is in there doing all of these wild sexual activities to the other two people and it's just one big giant orgy um but that's not at all what cuckolding is um for the relationship that i have with my master uh and and her uh, her lovers when she has them so a lot of what cuckolding is 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 we're much closer to what we, you would would call a poly relationship to be to be honest um master is poly and has had various lovers in and out of her life and um and me i'm like pseudo poly in that i've had other close relationships but nothing that rivals the intensity of the master slave relationship that that i'm in okay so for us, what cuckolding looks like is me being locked in chastity 24-7, 365. Um, me not having any direct traditional sex with master. There's no penis and vagina sex. There's no oral sex. There's, um, there's basically a very deep connection, a very intimate relationship, but it doesn't express, it does not express itself through traditional sex. Um, that's, that's really what cuckolding is for us. And it's, it's master having the freedom to be with whoever she wants, whenever she wants. It's me not having that freedom. And depending on the level of the relationship that she's, the, the, the other relationships that she's in, depending on their cuck, comfort levels yes there can be some sexual service from my part to her to her lovers um but that's that's sort of the the the, the type of cuckolding that we engage in right now and so do you do you feel like um i'm sure some people here are, are primarily here because of the hot wifing so do you think that 
there's a dynamic of which um, what you do is related to those type of cuckolds? Yeah, I, I do because, you know, the, so we don't really engage in direct hot wifing, if you call it that, where the, the cuckold is like fully active in every single scene uh, that the, 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 the cuckold is really the one in the bedroom, you know, um, always there to fluff, to fluff the lover, to clean the pussy, to, you know, eat a cream pie. Now I've done some of these things, but that's not what the basis of our, of our relationship is. Um, mm. So, you know, if you want a cuckolding relationship, really, you know, what are the, the two primary, in my opinion, at least the two, the two primary things are trust and communication. You know, so anybody who's engaging in a, in a cuckolding relationship, you, you really have to have a firm foundation of, of trust. You have to be very, you have to communicate very, very carefully your needs so that people don't get hurt. Um, yeah. yeah. And, you know, there, yes, there's a lot of really good stuff on, on Pornhub and X hamster about hot wifing and fantasies and that, but yeah. <laughs> so. so you find that, so your typical situation for cuckolding for you is similar ish to some degree of hot wifing, but slightly different in a sense that you have a stronger connection with well, everybody in the room do you think and a lot of the hot wafing we do um so let me, let me give you some examples so like like i said i'm i'm always in chastity so there's there's that aspect of it right away right so i'm not getting off um master has a date or she's going to have a lover spend the night um i do a lot of the preparatory work right i'll make sure the dinner is prepared i'll make sure that the bedroom is set up um after after he leaves in the morning, I'll I'll clean all the sex toys. I'll wash all of the laundry. I'll I'll make sure the condoms are cleaned up. Sometimes I'll even be told to you know um, to suck a condom clean, you know, with her lovers, uh, her lovers come, right? Things things like mm. that. Um, but I'm I'm it's it's quite rare that I'm actually in the room with them while they're while they're doing it, <laughs> and and a lot of that actually, to be honest, a lot of that is is with the other lover. Is that um, surprisingly, a lot of guys are not all that comfortable with um, with another guy in the room while they're having sex. So <laughs> that's fair. I feel it's, like it's, there's like even the pro LS guys out there. You know, like some of them have a hard time playing in group situations and staying hard in that. Yeah, you know, we're not. Uh, what we do is very erotic. What we do is very sexual. You know, the kinky the kinky relationship that we have. Uh, it but it's also life, right? This is our life. And so the, the reality is you, you know, you have to, you have to find the right people for your, for your dynamic. And, um, you you know, quite frankly, I've had submissive tendencies ever since I I was young. I was always interested in in being in a femdom relationship. Um, that's not easy to find. And so for me, uh, finding, finding a master to live in a master slave relationship, that was in and of itself, something that was <laughs> very difficult to, to have found it. And, and we're now at seven years, we have an amazing loving relationship mm-hmm. and to incorporate chastity into that relationship that took communication and that took, you know, um, several, several steps to build. And, and now to, to find lovers who are, who are comfortable with, being on the other side of a cuckolding relationship that in it is like that's quite difficult yes and yeah. so certainly there have been a lot you know we've had a few like really hot erotic 
crazy ass scenes, but it's it's not the sort of thing that we're doing every single day. Sorry to yeah sorry to, to, burst, <laughs> to burst the bubble of your listeners. <laughs> you live to live this life every day. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So I feel like a lot of people are going to be asking or wondering is, are you asexual? Uh, no, I am not asexual. I am highly sexual. Um, but my sex drive and my sex focus are not at my penis. So that is not what interests me. Okay. okay. I, I like eroticism. I like touch. I like teasing. Um, you know, to disclose, I have a huge foot fetish. And so uh, that, that's sort of where this all started is, um, you know, uh, Master discovering that she really enjoyed having her feet worshipped. And so doing long extended foot worship scenes, uh, toe sucking, foot licking, kissing. Um, and that would always really get me turned on. And then, you know, once we start incorporating chastity into that, well... I'm getting my sexual needs met. I'm I'm engaging in my fetish, but I can't get hard because I'm locked in chastity. And so all of a sudden it turns the focus from my enjoyment to master's enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And that that's also a big a big part of it. Um and you know, I I I derive a lot of pleasure from getting other people off. So part of that is because I, you know, I I really fetishize service. I really enjoy being a slave. I really enjoy serving. And so if, if my service is getting somebody off, then that excites me. <laughs> oh, yum. <laughs> Literally over here like, oh, my God, I want to do all horrific, dirty things to you. <laughs> and um, so I, uh, to, to, to tell you the truth as well, um, I've also become very good friends with my prostate. <laughs> because well one one can certainly you know i can certainly derive some pleasure through my prostate (laughs) oh interesting so is it like but so are you getting yourself off with your prostate i don't think i'm getting myself off but i am certainly enjoying i'm allowed and i'm allowed to i'm allowed to enjoy a little bit of self you know self-anal sex and so certainly just without completion because yeah there's no completion it's just it's i've read the word asgasm from this and you know it's interesting um orgasms just for what i've read again i'm no expert on this and i I really hope you know either you can correct me or, or your one of your listeners can 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 comment um there's no ejaculation so it's an orgasm but without ejaculation it's very much a mental thing and mm. you know certainly um Ma- master sometimes has these has orgasms when when i'm when i'm you know worshiping her feet and kissing them and, and massaging them in exactly the right way there there can be an orgasm at the other end and for me too it's the same thing with some prostate play so a lot of uh, you know a lot of that is, is involves again not not traditional sexual fulfillment Mm. Okay, so do you think that um, this it, this dynamic that you have with Matt, your master, do mm-hmm. you think that it really benefits your relationship? Like, do you think that it brings, like, specifically the cuck holding? Like, do you think yes. that it brings something to your relationship? Absolutely, it does. And so, master is Polly, and was Polly when we met, and has had other boyfriends and lovers over the course of our seven-year relationship, and that's fundamental to her identity. 
so it is it is so important for her to you know because i can't meet all of her needs she certainly has sexual needs that and, and other emotional needs that i don't meet and mm-hmm. for her discovering polly um was really her awakening to understanding that yeah it's possible to to have all of these needs met you just need multiple people in her, in her view mm-hmm. and you know that's what i was that's what i was saying earlier is is it when we first met she had a lover and cuckolding wasn't even on the radar um that relationship ended a short time later another relationship began and slowly with that relationship he was interested in some of the cuckolding things um you know so certainly he enjoyed uh, oh one of the, the hottest scenes we did with with him this was a long time ago too is is they came down we, we don't live in the same house so so uh, her and her boyfriend um came over and spent the night at my house and uh they of course slept on the floor in the guest bedroom i didn't have a second bed at the time and you know in the morning i i served them breakfast in bed and and i rubbed both their feet while they ate breakfast you know, mm. so so things like that, I we definitely consider that cuckolding, and I'm in chastity, right? So it's again, it's a very, it's a very intimate act. It's a it's a very uh, erotic moment for all of us, mm. and it's it's serving, it's it's just being of service, and, and and of course, you know, you have to change the sheets and wash the you know wash the cum stains out and throw out the condoms and all all of that as well, <laughs> so because that's you- what this, that's what the slave does. <laughs> How do you handle the the degradation and the the humiliation portion of your cuckolding experience? So um, to disclose, so I'm I'm autistic. I have Asperger's, and I don't necessarily feel humiliation and shame in the way that I think other other people do. You know, like growing up, um, I was always the person. You know, you're at the bar with a bunch of friends, and somebody has to dance on the table. You know. You, you've been in those moments. <laughs> well, I was oh, yeah. always the one that I was always the one that danced on the table <laughs> because I have no shame in doing that. Who cares? I, what does that matter? You know, yeah. we're just yeah. having fun. It doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. And so for me, humiliation and shame, um, I don't feel those through acts, like mm. actions. I, I can, I can, uh, you know, there are things that emotionally break me. Master certainly knows how to how to trigger me with 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 certain reminders of certain events in my life but but doing an act is not what humiliates me and that i we always found that very very interesting so um it's erotic it's sexual uh, i love doing it i love picking up the condoms um you know like i said have a foot fetish um things that some people find disgusting i love licking boots i love licking dirty boots <laughs> i think that is fucking hot and to people who don't think that's fucking hot, well, I'm not worried about the dirt and the and the the, the dust and the and the grime because that's what I'm getting off on. <laughs> so, so, and you know, the fun part is Master does find it humiliating, and that's why she likes to make me do it. So, oh my god, this is a, so hot. It's, so it's a total. It's a yeah. It's a, it's a it's a twist on these things, right? So that it's not me who's being humiliated by the act. I'm loving the act. I'm getting off on it. It's but it's master who feels the power of making me do something that she thinks is humiliating, <laughs> knowing that I'm not humiliated by it. It's like it's, it's a beautiful, and and, and then because. <laughs> And the best part is, is, is her lovers are always just like dumbfounded. It's like, what the fuck? What have I gotten myself into? <laughs> <laughs> well, who doesn't love a foot rub? 
right i love having my feet rub <laughs> yeah seriously like if i was going to someone's house and you know whatever roles it was and their partner wanted to like rub my feet and make breakfast after i just like like had sex with their partner for a while i'd be like yeah <laughs> this is great right. exactly and that that's what we that's what i consider cuckolding too right and it's it's all about all of these things for us um taking taking a master slave relationship and and including other people with their consent, of course, consensually in our dynamic. Mm. You know, a lover comes over and, and, and master and a lover cuddle on the couch watching a movie while I just sort of sit on the floor. Oh, my God, that's so odd. You know, fetching, fetching drinks is required, right? And so do you find, like, in those moments when you're just kind of sitting there waiting for a task to do, like, do you find that, like, that is sexually pleasing to you or is absolutely that oh there God. is absolutely a sexual element to that it's it's erotic it's hot it it gets me revved up <laughs> and, yeah and that's <laughs> and and that's that's the that's the 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 sexual twist to it all right is that is that i'm not getting off and i can't mm. so i just you just you just sort of cycle and you 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 keep cranking up cranking up cranking up and so do you find that case? So, you know, you always hear the guys say, oh, that gave me blue balls. Do you experience that? Um, yeah. <laughs> like, is there an actual pain that comes, like, after, like, being teased or something? <sighs> yes. Um, and it's a for me, it's a combination of trying to swell in a cage. So, I'm in, like I said, I'm in a cock cage. Uh, I wear a Bond 4M, B-O-N, Bond 4 number four m for for people who are curious and um yeah it, it the pain the pain comes is twofold right because you're swelling in a cage that is metal and has no room for growth so there's that pain but there's also like this i don't even know how to describe it but like this this pain in your loins where you're just so desperate to you know to 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 grab your penis and stroke it to and just get that pressure out <laughs> Mm. and I, I i don't even know where it is but it's just like this internal like you know somewhere down in the perineum somewhere down there it's just like this feeling of intense oh i gotta come so badly and so what do you do about it i cry what do i do about it I, uh, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's always, you know, you know, master just finds humor in this. And so that's, that's also part of the degradation. She just laughs at me. She's like, Oh, <laughs> fuck, fuck off. So, you know, what, what do I do? I, I try to ease the pressure. I try to shake it and wiggle it and, and, and don't really do much. I take a warm shower. Um, I always found warm showers to be more deflating than cool showers for whatever reason. So I enjoy a nice warm shower, nice warm bath. And eventually the, the feeling just passes. But if the feel like if this is happening sort of in the middle of a scene or, or during an evening, well, that's, that's when it gets really fun because it's just, he's in denial nonstop. So I, I go to this. So what do I do? I, I, I sort of channel into this like super submissive place where I'm just literally groveling around the room and channeling the trying to to deal with these feelings that i'm having of wanting to be like super submissive wanting to you know wanting to get off not being able to get off and just watching watching master enjoy my my uh, my discomfort oh my god that is so hot it's unreal <laughs> oh my god <laughs> 
like so for the listeners uh you guys have heard me talk about how much i i i do enjoy pet holding with the person that really enjoys it and i feel like <laughs> i feel like you already know why i'm sitting here with sweaty palms and i'm like warm and i'm like oh my god <laughs> like oh my god fantasies fantasies there's so many fantasies that i'm gonna masturbate to later fucking <laughs> 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 delicious Oh, so there's, there's fantasies. I'm not going to masturbate to later. <laughs> hey, maybe you can have an anal orgasm later. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe I, maybe I will. <laughs> Just put my brain somewhere else. And... Okay, let's talk about your cage. Sure. Okay, so we know what kind of cage you're in. Yep. Tell me, like, how how does it feel? Like, explain it to someone as if they they're like what's a cage okay well um i I think a lot of us have heard uh about the medieval chastity belt that you know you know facetious as they were but that people put around women to prevent them from having intercourse whatever there there is a you know there's a subculture of men who also like chastity belts and um a cage is exactly what it sounds like. Um, it basically is a little metal cage shaped like a penis that you put your penis in and a ring that goes around your balls and they attach together and you can lock them. Um, so that, you know, in, in principle, you don't have access to your, to your penis. Mm. So you don't have, you don't exactly have the freedom of erections or the freedom to masturbate like you, you know, like you're used to, you can't stroke yourself. So do you have a key? We have a dynamics in, because we live apart. Um, I, um, I do have a key, uh, a security key. Um, I keep it in, um, uh, I, I keep it, um, in like a little security, um, container that has a plastic lock on it. So really I'm not supposed to use it unless there's an emergency and I should let master know um, if there's an emergency, but, but a big part of it is trust. And um, frankly, master doesn't want to bother with locking and unlocking my cage constantly. So she prefers just keep it locked up <laughs> Yep. and that's it, you know? So, you know, then, then there's the realities of life, which, you know, I, I don't want to be a party pooper, but I've got to say uh, one of my most favorite times is going on a plane because I'm allowed to take my chastity device off through the metal detector. <laughs> and I have worn it through the metal detector before. It's no big fucking deal. You know, they're more embarrassed than you are, to be honest. And, <laughs> you know, TSA or CATS, uh, whatever, they're, you know, they don't care, to be honest. And I don't care. So, but we just do it just for the, the you know, to speed up the process. So I, I take my chastity device off when I travel, when I go through security and I put it back on right when i'm when i'm in the airport through security and you know of course in those moments i could run off into the ball crank one out but that defeats the whole purpose of a trusting loving relationship mm. and so i like the feeling of being chastised i like the feeling of being denied orgasms for extended periods of time so i like having my key you know my emergency key away and i like not taking it off and so you said for long periods of time how long um definitely months at a time so probably a month or two or three and i think the longest i've gone is about four months um 
it's we don't have any type of fixed ch- schedule with chastity it's completely random and so when basically it's whenever master um is is feeling um is feeling generous <laughs> uh, um and and actually here's something uh, here's an interesting development in in our in our relationship um master was uh so we we don't do fin dom financial domination you know we have a we have a female-led relationship we have a master-slave relationship and you know like like most couples we share expenses um and master saw these the this pair of shoes that she she really really liked and it was they were totally gratuitous and uh i you know i i said okay okay i'll tell you what can i can i buy those for you and you let me out of chastity And, negotiating yeah and she's like mm, 140 bucks i said please please i'll, I'll go out for 140 seconds <laughs> and she's like yes so after about three and a half months in chastity i was so fucking horny and desperate and it was such a, a hot moment for me to buy her this pair of shoes and her to let me out of chastity for it <laughs> and i set the timer and i i wanked for 140 seconds and i, I got off i my come and i locked myself back up and <laughs> i think that's going to be <laughs> depends how long our desperate levels get but <laughs> and... you know i wonder if there'd be just so many desperate um humans out there if they were in your position who were just like what else does she like? <laughs> right. And, you know, we don't, it, this is seven, you know, there were seven years into a relationship and I, I don't want people to think I was blackmailed into doing this or anything oh, no. stupid like that. This is all consensual and, you know. Of course. You know, ultimately she, she pays for my take of gas to, to go see her, right? So in the yeah. end, it all balances on the wash. But it was this, the erotic, the erotic nature of, of that interaction and the decision yeah. to do, to, to do something like that was very new for us. And she really got off on the power. That's hot. That's yeah, hot. and and that may start becoming something more frequent in our, <laughs> you know, in our relationship. You know, no longer is it her decision to let me out. It's like, okay, you got to do something. You gotta, you gotta buy something, or you gotta spend months. You know. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like a, it's like a power struggle of like, how can you provide a service? Yeah, exactly. Or, you know bring bring something to the table in negotiation for your orgasm exactly because um like like i said earlier she doesn't care we don't have the sexual relationship she has you know she has occasional lovers and boyfriends for that so letting me out is irrelevant to her (laughs) (laughs) as long as she you know she keeps getting her foot rub she keeps getting her slave serving (laughs) and all of these things so I have to be the one that comes up with some creative ways here <laughs> to, <laughs> to advocate for myself. And unfortunately, there's no cheat sheets for creative thinking. Right. It's like, I'm desperate. I really need to come. I'm so built up. And it's like, um, yeah, so <laughs> that doesn't affect me. You're not going to die. <laughs> You'll keep living. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I love this. All right. <laughs> So if you are constantly in this state of like arousal or teasing, do you find that like that brings like some kind of productivity to your life? Um, like do you like transfer your like sensual energy elsewhere or do you just try to like relax and get rid of that sensual energy when it builds? 
Actually, let's say both, because it's not one size fits all. And it really depends, you know, because being being human, I also struggle with things humans struggle with, uh, especially coming out of COVID, depression, anxiety, um, life, mm-hmm. <laughs> all, all of these things. And so in any given moment, um, it, you know, it could be that my sexual, I'm so built up, I'm so tired, I'm so like, ah, that the only thing to do is to take a, a, a warm shower to wrap in a fuzzy blanket and watch TV. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the way to do it is like, oh, I'm so built up. What do I do? What do I do? I've got all this energy. Okay, it's time to go scrub the floor. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you go, you scrub the floor, you go do do the dishes, you, you know, clean things that haven't been cleaned, you know, that you've been meaning to do. Mm-hmm. and 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 get that energy out in that way and so certainly both of those i you know and and other things i've i've done to to help re- relieve that tension mm. yeah okay so tell tell us one of your favorite stories about being in a cage okay uh one of the <laughs> So to, to describe the type of relationship we have, I'm at master's house and um, I'm, I'm doing the laundry. So I'm carrying a bin of laundry downstairs and it turns out master's in the laundry room and she sort of jumps out from behind the corner, scares me. I scream, drop the bin and she just big old punch in the balls and <laughs> she goes, oh, fuck, I forgot you had your cage on. That hurt my hand. Go take your cage off. I want to kick you in the balls. <laughs> and so. Sure, my story up. Take my cage off, come back, stand down, and she just fucking wailed on my balls. <laughs> so that that's that's probably the the favorite thing. It's happened a few times that she's punched me down there and she's like, Oh fuck, I forgot you were wearing that stupid cage. I wanna I wanna CBT you, a uh, cock and ball torture. I wanna I wanna beat on your dick. <laughs> and is that something you like? Yes. Oh my it hurts like fuck. <laughs> Like, I, I've had guys say, like, you know, when they get kicked in the nuts that they get, like, this, like, they want to throw up feeling in their gut. Oh, yeah. Do you get that? Absolutely. And it's something you enjoy? <laughs> well, not on a daily basis, but <laughs> <laughs> yes. Again, I, I get I get off on feet. I get off on power. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and master doing those sort of things to me, it's, like, a really dominant thing. And, and I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so hot. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I like I have definitely kicked some guys in the nuts before for pleasure because they like it and it yeah. is fucking erotic. Yeah, yeah, you get it then. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's hot as fuck. Yeah, I agree. It is hot as fuck <laughs> on both sides. Okay, so you've talked about how you can ex- kind of experience this um, um, anal orgasm, but yeah. what about like, do you guys do like ruined orgasms? The only ruined orgasms that we do, so she doesn't touch me there at all. Like to like we really, um, so that's a big part of of our our relationship. You know, um, touch is not her love language. Okay, mm-hmm. um, you know, acts of service really is is her love language. If you you know if you if you want to go down those the five the five love languages, mm-hmm. so um, she's not a very you know touchy feely person in general. And so um, our view of it, and and this was really negotiated as part of our relationship right from the beginning, is her body is a temple for me to look at and not touch. And so um, she wants nothing to do with with me in that way. 
So what it means is given orders to take off the cage at a certain time and to, um, and to edge myself. And sometimes to film it, sometimes to not film it, sometimes just to let her know, sometimes not to, to let her know. You know, and, and then to, you know, take a picture, lock back up and that sort of stuff. Mm. So, and I obey because that's, that's what does it for me. <laughs> I wonder um, how many, like, I, you know, I really genuinely adore that you have such uh, an honest trust about your dynamic. Because I really feel like even the most well-behaved submissives would just be like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm not always the most well-behaved <laughs> <laughs> oh my god now i want to know <laughs> I, I will no i will i will admit i have never cheated at chastity and that's the truth because that one that one it, it matters to me mm. it's almost and like you have an intimate connection with it i do have an intimate connection with it and that's developed i've, I've been interested in chastity for a long time it definitely predates masters um my, my relationship with master and then to find somebody who is into foot worship and is into me being locked in chastity and is, you know, and who will cuckold me. Like, like how could I not trust that and want mm. to maintain that mm. as part of, you know, and it's not, that's not all our relationship is obviously our relationships and, you know, whole relationship, but it's the, the fact that, that there's somebody who wants a power exchange or somebody who wants to master me and have control like that and is willing to engage with these things with me. It, it means so much. Mm. And, you know, and I don't, uh, you know, I, I'm not the type of, I'm also not the type of person, neither of us enjoy, you know, um, bratting out or doing things to be punished for punishment sakes. Mm -hmm. You know, we do, we do punishments, but I, we do, we do lots of silly things. Um, but I earn them from being good, <laughs> <laughs> not from being bad. So yeah i get that like yeah. i i feel like i'm on this like constant for me personally like this constant pull between like um the understanding of why brats brats and yeah. you know the value of also being well-behaved submissive like it's a constant pull for me being that i don't have never identified as a brat like in my right. switch life where as a bottom i'm definitely not mm -hmm. brat like mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I hear people talking to me lately that I am slightly brat-like, and I don't know <laughs> how to respond to said thing. But <laughs> I, oh, so I'm definitely brat, um, and I don't. I, you know, it's part of the fun. It's part of being silly, and yeah. there's a time and place for it. And yeah, it's it's fun because I'll brat just to sometimes get master's goat, and it did to goad her into things, but it never works. And that's part of our, that's part of the joy of it, you know? Oh, um, yeah. So she doesn't like lean into it. She no, some, sometimes like... she does. We'll, we'll pun up each other, you know, we'll tell silly stories, but you know, otherwise, other than that, it's just, okay, I'm just going to ignore you now. <laughs> 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 just go away. Not effective. <laughs> exactly. Just, just go away. So, you know, but if we're, in, if we're in a good place, if we're having fun, you know, then, then, then it, it comes the silly stuff, right? Mm -hmm. The, the things that people call punishments, right? It's just like right. randomly said, okay, you know, we're in the kitchen, like, okay, get on your knees and bark like a dog. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like done. <laughs> you know. That is fun. Yeah. And, and that, then that, you know, if that's what people are calling punishments, then we certainly engage in that, but it's never for me misbehaving, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Okay, so if someone came up to you and they were like, 
I want to kind of start this. Do you think like, what would you, what would you tell them? Like, What kind of like boundaries do you think that you would want them to know? They should look into you. Okay. That's a good question. Um, first off, um, if somebody's looking to get into this, I would, I would certainly say don't fetishize the activity above all else. Mm. You know, don't, don't start with, don't start by being, in my opinion, I, you know, I don't like to say this, you know, in my opinion, I would recommend don't just don't start with, um, you know, saying this is what I want you to do to me. I want, I want to be cuckolded. I want you to, you know, fuck your lover and I want to fluff his cock and I, I want to eat your cream pie and eat your ass and do all of this stuff. That's not going to be a very effective way to, to start a relationship. You know, um, if you're looking to get into this, be honest about what you want. Yes. But also be more than just your fetish, you know, don't don't hide the fetish in the hopes that somebody will start to engage in it but you know and that's that's why i'm such a huge fan of fet life to be honest i know i know not everybody's a big fan of fet life but i'm a big fan big fan I, i'm a big fan of fet life and what i like is because fet life enables us to connect with people and yeah. then in, then we can explore it's a starting point you know you might meet and i'm also also a big fan of meeting people publicly so, you know, you want to engage in this, get involved in your local scene, meet, meet people. And honestly, um, if you're, you know, I'm coming from the point of a submissive guy. If you're a submissive guy and you want to get into this, meet other submissive guys. Mm. Because to be honest, submissive guys are often the gatekeepers mm. for, dominant, for, for dominant women, if that's the type of dynamic you're looking for. People mm. talk, right? And so... Certainly, I know a lot of dominant women. I know do certain dominant women who are looking for, for subs. And, it, you know, it comes down to they're not going to respond to people who post online. They just simply say, oh, I want to be your slave. I have no limits. Like, you should <laughs> respond to that. You know, you see that <laughs> shit all the time. So, you, you know, that, that's so, you know, know what you want or not, not necessarily know what you want, but, but know the sort of the framework of what interests you. You know, and I can, the example I can give, of course, is myself, you know, I know I'm looking for a 24-7 master-slave relationship as part of, you know, just life. Uh, and, you know, I have a foot fetish and I like chastity. Those were sort of the things I was open about. And then it becomes an evolution for both people. And don't just be the fetish. Don't be, just be the fetish is probably is my simplest thing. And, mm. you know, be be honest um with yourself and you know it becomes very very difficult when when you know and i've had this experience too where i had to break off a a, a long relationship when the other person's just not into it hmm. you know yeah. you you know and and it's it becomes very difficult right when you're you know you have these dreams and these fantasies and you always thought the other person might get involved in them with you but they just it just doesn't pan out yeah you know, and it's a, it's a delicate balance, right? It's, it's, you, you know, if you want, cer certainly, certainly you can, you know, I, I have other relationships. We, we, I think you might as well, where we're just, it's just play relationships. It's just a relationship where you play with somebody, you know, yeah. you, you just meet up every now and then you, you do whatever it is you do. Yeah. Um, but if you, you know, really want to get into, it's not easy. I, you know, I know that. <laughs> and do you think that there's like a boundary that people should like talk about though? Like when it comes to cuckolding? Oh, absolutely. Talk, talk, go through. So, yeah. Sorry. I, I think I misunderstood your question. Um, mm -hmm. Talk okay. about, talk about, talk about what your limits are. 
absolutely talk about your you know i would say this is good for any like any bdsm style relationship go through like a checklist together of you know uh and there's there's tons of these things online um you know yes yes no maybe like with all kinds of different activities you absolutely want to talk about your 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 sexual um your 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 sti status you, you definitely want to make sure you're getting tested regularly you you want to disclose any of that type of information as well that's that's all fundamental to negotiating any relationship um I think I, I, I think I assumed uh, <laughs> knowing yourself meant that that's what was meant, what I meant by that. But really it is being, being very open and direct with your partner uh, about or partners, about what it is you want, what it is you're, you're looking for, what it is you're willing to do and how do we, how do we do this? How do we get there? Yeah. So just making sure that everybody's actually on board with what they actually okay. want to do with what task. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. And, and that, and, you know, like I said, that's why I'm a fan of like these direct negotiations and, you know, um, certainly you, you can find them online. There's like these, oh, there's one, there's one, it's like a 40 page document, uh, that lists hundreds and hundreds of different fetish activities. And it's like, oh my God, I didn't even know this was a thing. Where do you get it? Do you know? <laughs> oh, I can't remember. I, I can send you the link. You can post it. It was just, it was just a Google search. Uh, honestly. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you do send me that, I'll post it on the notes, show notes for everybody. Yeah, sure. I can do that. Um, and, and, you know, that's re relationships. The, the, the fundamental things are, are still true, whether you're in a cuckolding relationship, a kinky relationship, or just a 24 seven vanilla relationship. Communication is a key. And, you know, and and part of it too is is you know sort of at the beginning of the relationship knowing what it is you're looking for knowing what it is you want knowing what triggers you trying to be you know trying to understand what um you know what your um what your limits are and then they'll grow they'll grow you'll grow together with them mm. you may find you want more of something or you may find something eh, i didn't really like that maybe we should not uh not not do so much of that yeah yeah Hmm. Yeah. Well, I is there anything else that you feel like you like like there's someone listening and you just like feel like you need to like let them know this thing? Well, you know, I don't want to be a, a, a downer with any of this, right? Because I, 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 you know, I don't know what I didn't, know, <laughs> I didn't want to just talk about hot sex, which sometimes you know, which which does happen, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you, you know, part of, okay, so here, here, let me end with at least one story that to, uh, you know, one's a uh, sexual nature, right? So, you know, we're, we're, at, we're at a, you know, we're at a, we're at a house party and, you know, master gets off on, on ordering me to do things, right? She doesn't necessarily, she doesn't get off on the, on the, like, like I said, right? So one of, one of our friends, they, they were going to have sex and, and they kind of asked master, Hey, can we use your slave as a, as our fluffer? And Master's like, absolutely. And so sure enough, she's like, hey, go, go, go fluff him off. Go get him, go get him ready. And, you know, so there I am on my knees, sucking his dick, getting him hard. And she's just ear to ear grin. <laughs> and that's that, hot as fuck. Right. And that for us, that's cuckolding, right? It's, it's that my sexuality is not, is not mine. Are you bisexual? Um, yes, queer. I'm, I'm only discovering this. I, I went from being, you know, heteronormal to being heteroflexible to really understanding no i'm i'm pansexual i'm mm. i'm queer i and and in humans i like who i like mm. and i think for me that's you know at this point in my life that's my working definition 
you know, I can't, I can't say I'm just heteros, heterosexual because there are women I don't like. <laughs> women I don't find attractive. There's men I do find attractive. There's non-binary folk I find attractive mm-hmm. and not attractive. So, you know, my, my attraction is to people who I find attractive. <laughs> and that spans an entire gender spectrum. I think it's so hot that your sexuality is not yours. I do too. And that's part of that's part of the enjoyment of, of the cuckolding experience and the chastity experience and the, the master slave relationship for me. (laughs) (laughs) I am literally like, Oh my God, this is so yummy. And now that I'm extremely turned on and (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) is it steamy in here? Is it just me? (laughs) Oh yeah, no, it's, it's steamy. Well, Slave, I thank you so much for being vulnerable and showing up in this space and just laying it on the line so that others can learn. Well, Goddess, I really appreciate the opportunity to speak to you about this. Um, There's sirens in the background. I don't know if you can hear them. (laughs) That's fine. It's all good. Maybe they're coming to put out your fire. (laughs) (laughs) I volunteer. Any firefighter available. Yes, I really appreciate you holding space for me and 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 um, maintaining my anonymity with this. It's a very it is a very vulnerable thing, and and um, it's important to show. You know, I'm, I'm just a, a regular person, a real person, and we do engage in these things um, with everybody's consent. And it's um, it's a lot of fun, and it's a very rewarding lifestyle if you can find the people <laughs> to to live it with. And I'm mm. so lucky to have met people like Masters and, and like yourself, Goddess, who, um, who really in, in, enhanced my life. Aw, you. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you so much, just so you know. <laughs> oh, ditto. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And until next time.